Check this out. Check welcome, this out. welcome. The BLBA Big Show. Hockey sports. Life for the adult athletes. Yeah. Powered by the Beer League Players Association. You better follow me. Follow us at BLBA Big Show on every social media outlet. Follow the crew on Twitter at Nicker Jones and Trish at Trish Dangle. Let's get it. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the greatest hockey show in the world. Hopefully that didn't cut off like Nick's does. I know it's not as good, but welcome to the BLPA Big Show. You got me, you got Dan. Dan, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm still feeling a tournament this weekend, so a little on the uh, low energy side, but (laughs) happy to be here. Uh, Before we jump into everything, we'll get a little bit of the business out of the way. Uh, First of all, if you're a beer leaguer like we are, you should be subscribed because that means you're a good person. And if you're a good person, you'd subscribe to the show. So you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. That's Apple, Spotify, CastBox, really anywhere. We'd be super pumped if you follow or you subscribe to us there, gave us a review and rated our podcast just so that other people can find us Uh, and then of course find us on all the social media stuff so you follow the blpa on instagram and twitter find our our group on facebook if you for some reason aren't there already Uh, you can find dan at the danny vibes on twitter i'm trish dingle on twitter and nick who is not with us today is nicker jones on twitter the nicker jones on instagram so give us all follows uh everybody's getting a little more active now that the NHL draft is going on, you know, Dan's all over football Twitter. So if you're into that, just wait for the expansion (laughs) draft. I am sure I will be displeased with whatever happens. I'm sure you will. And I will be nowhere near any of that, but I'll be (laughs) liking, you know, pictures of dogs and stuff over there. So if, if you're into that. Go ahead and follow me. And then, of course, uh, we got to thank our sponsor, Hockey Wolf. behind. <laughs> well, I, don't you, wanna, hockey, I don't want to overshadow your hockey wolf like they deserve well, yells from everybody i know we should but it's more powerful if we do it together but thank you hockey wolf um i know that i haven't spoken to anyone personally over there but they're great folks and are trying to make beer league uh stuff affordable for everybody we've got some exclusive pieces with them so you want to check them out um support them because they support us and they want to support you so let's all support each other uh, so let and thank you to all our Patreon folks. Sorry, I'm not as good at this as Nick because he usually does this part. But uh, we want to say thank you to everybody that supports us on Patreon. So if you want to support the show in a monetary way, you can spot us over there. Um, but otherwise, a lot of folks are looking for ways to support us for free. And hey, like I said, subscribe to the podcast and rate, review us, follow us everywhere, share our posts, all that. Yeah, tell us how great we are. Tell us how awesome we are, how handsome, and how hilarious we are. And that's all we're asking for. Just a little bit of validation from you. All right. uh, Let's jump right in. Um, We're going to probably, hopefully, have Nick slot in some BLPA updates here. uh, Because I'm sure there's some awesome stuff going on in the BLPA that he wants to let you all know about. I mean, the fest is coming up, end of the month in Austin. Fest is coming up, so that's a big deal. Um, I know the Eagle River jerseys, uh, those designs are starting to come out, which is pretty sweet because that's yep. That and I gotta at. be honest, like as much as I enjoy the first couple that have been shown, I think I like the other ones. Like I like them all, but I think I like the other ones a little bit better. So you know, Ooh. sign up, just just be there, just be there, and you know, don't forget about Chicago. Like that's a charity tournament. Like all that money yes. is going towards a good cause. 
yeah, definitely don't forget about Chicago, um, but also come out to Eagle River with me. Hang out and have a beer with me. I would love that. Unless you're wait, are you not going to play in Chicago? I Do don't think I there? will. <laughs> well, I live in the suburbs of Chicago. I don't live I'm, in Chicago. I mean, it sounds closer than Eagle River, but sure. All right. Yeah. It definitely is. Um, right now, I will not be playing, but we'll see if that changes. Wow. Uh, but... <laughs> Imagine not playing in your hometown tournament. Not everyone I gets know. that, you know, like it's, I know. That's a big deal. I know. I know. We'll see. I'm, but, you know, Eagle River is on my calendar. I'm signed up. I'm ready to go. So, yeah. and then September, I, four in a row. Yeah, September's going to be a big in a month. row. That's going to be, you know, you got Nashville, Cincy. Oh, my God, I don't even know. OKC, I think, is August. Really, just yeah. like, the, like the next two to three months are just jam-packed. Yeah, it's going to be super busy. So if you got a free weekend, you're looking for something to do, you should get yourself to, out to a draft experience and then get out to the fest in uh, Austin. Right? Austin. Austin. Huge, yeah. huge. The fest is going to be nuts. Yeah, that's... I'm very excited to we should definitely have some stories from there to tell which i'm super excited oh, for about. sure i'm sure um, we'll have stories just because the dex express has to make make it way down there and that's about a 20 hour haul so oh okay yeah definitely gonna be some interesting tales from there then oh i'm sure <laughs> but aside from the blpa i was in a tournament this weekend i this was the first weekend of of the three puck cancer tournament weekends which is an awesome tournament series that gets put on here in the chicagoland area to help families um with family members battling cancer so um always a really awesome tournament it's one of the ones that you know you're going to go to and like there's not going to be fights it's not going to be bs you're going to rock up you're going to drink with everybody hang out like in the parking lot and have an awesome weekend of hockey and that's exactly what it was and perfect uh the one thing and I'm a champion no big deal but season I mean, camps, are you so. an A champion what? though like um it was the top division so eh, you know. yeah but i don't think it counts listen i am a, a dex a champion so yeah i've got a few yeah, I haven't played in as many tournaments as you, so I'll catch up eventually. I mean, my but... only come when we go undefeated, but so, you know, it's fine. But no big deal. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Um, so <laughs> this, the one gripe I had about this weekend was that the liquor of choice for one of my teams, like the little shots that got brought around, were Pink Whitney. Oh, were they in the little hockey stick thing? No, they were just like the little like airplane bottles. But... Yeah, so uh, there's so the little airplane bottles come in a hockey stick container now. No, I think you, they do because we have one of those in my house. But you can also buy them separately. I think. Oh, I'm sure you can. Yeah, but are that's... you not a not a Pink Whitney fan? I'm not, and I know that's like the. Do you liquor... not like pink lemonade? Like, do you not no, like? No, I happiness? do like. No, I do like pink lemonade. I like it a lot, but I my gripe with pink whitney is that it gives me such a horrendous hangover like no fail if i drink pink whitney i'm gonna get a hangover and that was like that's what everybody wants to drink at the hockey tournaments now and it's not i don't think it's the best liquor i think we need a better hockey liquor Rish, there's a few reasons it's causing you a hangover one <laughs> it's full of sugar yeah it's just like i mean it's not good for you so um and let's Tell be me honest, the like, that's good for me. You know, it, you know, as the years go on, people get older and hangovers start to become a real thing. 
Yeah, no, hangovers have always been a real thing for me, though. But I can have well, nights where I'm bad. drinking. Your youth a ton. failed you. <laughs> I know, but I can have nights where I drink a ton and I mix liquors and whatever, and I'm fine. But the nights where I drink any Pink Whitney, I am a disaster the next morning. Do you throw a water in there once in a while? Or are you just straight? I do. No, I, Pink Whitney. I throw water in there, especially if I'm playing hockey. I'm drinking water on the bench, so there we go. Are you but, eating? Yes. I'm doing all the things I, I should be doing. I think you're just bad at it. Like, I'm not necessarily no, spending Pink Whitney because, like, <laughs> it's, I don't know, like, could you really even call it, like, a liquor? Is it not, like, a like a liqueur because of the flavor? It's just, No, I, I think it's know. similar. To, I think it, like, falls in the same category as Fireball, right? Yeah. Um, Fireball's obviously a little bit little bit thicker. I feel like it's a little bit, like, I got mm. a little more, like, caramel texture or caramel texture, you mm. know, however you want to say it. Um, like I'm a screwball guy myself when it comes to the flavored stuff. Like I love that peanut butter whiskey. We were drinking that too, and that was yeah. I mean, yeah, delicious. You know, and that's Ar- also Arbor was fun. I don't think it's <laughs> thick. I think that's just a whiskey, but no, it's it's the same with like. So, have you ever had Sordelige? You just said a really fancy word that's not in my vocabulary. Okay, so it's a it's a Canadian maple whiskey, and like I'm sure there's like a French Canadian person. At least one that listens to this podcast is going to be like pissed at the way I said that. But um, it's similar like thickness to screwball. Like if it gets cold enough, it's very syrupy um, in texture. And it's so del- it's like it's like hand over fist better than screwball. But it, I, I feel like screwball has the same like thickness where it's like, oh, I could pour this on ice cream and life would be really good. Right well, now. you can pour anything on ice cream and it's going to be. I'm not putting pink Whitney better. anywhere near my ice cream. <laughs> Well, you know, you put on sherbet or sherbet. No, sherbet, sherbet or sherbet. <laughs> I don't. I think it's sherbet. I've always whatever said it sherbet. is. That's what you're putting pig whitney on. I know. I think that would be gross. I I'm. I just want. I'd, I want the hockey community to find a better liquor. I don't think we need to keep pink whitney going. I think it's. I'm sure there are like cocktails where that it's great in. I and I I get it. It's like fun little marketing, whatever. But like. Can we please, for for us sensitive older hockey players that need to not be hungover for but a championship Sunday, BLPA bourbon? Absolutely, that sounds eight, like eight years the in the making. You heard it here first. You know, if it, <laughs> if it pops up anywhere else, I mean, let's be honest. We know Randy loves his whiskey, his bourbon, his moonshine. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if BLPA bourbon just suddenly pops up somewhere. All right. Well, I'm not saying um, I know anything. I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> well, I'll hold my breath for that then because that sounds way better. I don't want like a flavored something. I want something that's not going to give me a hangover. I mean, but I say you that, just want to go to a bar is all I'm hearing. Like <laughs> you just want to go to a bar. No, I don't. That's I want to drink at the like. rink, <laughs> but I want to not be hungover the next day. And I just want to say that Pink Whitney is over in my books. It's done. Let's stop. We don't need it. It's for the youngins. Yeah, the leave, it to the, leave it to the kids. Let's bring something else that's going to be way better for us on Sunday morning. You're allowed to bring something. You know, you can no, contribute and I do. something other I than pick one. I absolutely do. I do that, but I'm usually, like, drinking beer most of the weekend. But, like, I have a hard time, even as an adult, saying no to a shot. And I know that that's a problem. But well, I have a really easy time saying no. It doesn't well, always work. <laughs> but... My first instinct is like, no, I don't want that. But that's yeah. not always how it works out, as we have seen. <laughs> I think we've all experienced that at one point or another. Um, I'm also seeing on our list here, which is like 
I, it's drawing my eye because some when we were talking about Screwball this weekend, as we're drinking it, someone said it was delicious in coffee. Oh my god, it's fucking fantastic. <laughs> you put that shit in iced coffee, oh my god, I'm walking around half chub the rest of the day. Like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> like, I'm when I was working from home for the few months, every every day, it's in my coffee. Every day. Well, it was wonderful. Bailey's is out the fucking door. All you need is black iced coffee, a little bit of Screwball, you're good to go. Yeah, that, I mean, I haven't tried it yet, but I will. But I've had sort of lesion coffee, and that's delicious. So I'm cool with Bailey's being done, too. Bailey's and Pink Whitney, get out of here. We're moving on from you, and we don't need you. I like I like Bailey's, but I think, you know, like, I'm no longer, like, if I'm getting tired, of, like, you know, if someone wants to go to the bar late, I'm like, what, can I get a Bailey's and coffee? Like, now it's like, let me get screwball and coffee. Because mm-hmm. a screwball and hot chocolate would be really good, too. It is. It's delicious. Look, I put it in a lot of things because I like it, and it just works. That's perfect. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. So why I said that, though, is because I'm seeing, and I think this might have been a Nick thing, so maybe we'll have to, like, table this, but maybe you know something about Dutch bros, Dutch brothers, or Dutch motherfucking brothers. As so I added it. Um, so Peck <laughs> talks about it. Not a lot, but enough. Peck, Peck has these spots, like like whether it be in Albany, Colorado, like wherever he is, like he finds the spots where they just there's you can just get a good fucking beverage, you know, mm-hmm. usually coffee. Um, and he's he was talking up, you know, Dutch Bros, and like I I haven't had it unless Peck has given it to me, and so to, to my knowledge, he has not. But he had Nick try it this past weekend, and as far as I have heard, Nick is in love with it. What? So it is a Nick thing. It was added for that, you know, like, you know, Peck is like, oh, you better fucking talk about the podcast. He's like, dude, I'll add it right now. He doesn't get a choice. <laughs> okay, so we'll just table that. But I, yeah. you know, I love a good coffee talk. So, but I saw that and I was like, oh, well, honestly, we like about putting liquor in coffee. So I Peck's also got, Peck got me hooked on like, like, I'm the guy like I'll get like the I'm a basic bitch. Like, I'll get something real dumb at Starbucks. Like, that's just mm-hmm. how I am. I like if it tastes good, I want it. But like one day, like. Peck ordered something at Starbucks. He's like, yeah, make that too. Not even thinking. It was just like black cold brew. Oh, and now, yeah. Now that's my drink. And it's perfect. It's so good. Because like, cold brew doesn't so have shocked. the acidity. He just gave me the look. He's, he, he, you know, he gave you that look. That Peck was like, yeah, motherfucker, I told you. Yeah. I, that's you not did, good you, stuff. It's, it's so perfect. I just, I just get a tall cold brew black. I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. Cold brew will change your life. That's it does. Um, coffee's for I, bitches. Hot coffee is still good, but cold brew is where it's at. So I, I want have a cold friend brew year round. You can do that. I, I have a friend who drinks tequila in their coffee. Um, and it, have you ever tried that? Shout no, out and I, I love tequila, like a lot, like probably an unhealthy amount. Like you know, everyone goes through their lives like tequila is a roller coaster relationship. You know, it's up and down and up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only had one down, and it was bad. And then I forced myself to get back into it because when I was younger and going to Canada six nights a week, like, you know, 2 a.m., my, you know, Red Bull wasn't that prominent back then because I'm aging myself a little bit. But, (laughs) you know, my energy drink was a shot of tequila at 2 a.m. After that, I was just raring to go. And I still I still love it. But in my coffee. Yeah, I'd be curious. I don't want to do that. I mean, I'll do I'll do it for the show. Yeah, before next week, give it a try. Um, like, I have tequila in the house, and I obviously have coffee. Mm-hmm. Give it Maybe a try next live show, next... I'll do it. Ooh, yeah, that's a good idea. I did not like it, but he swears by it. But well, he don't made it for don't me put negative things in my head about it. No, but that's two perspectives. Fresh. 
That's somebody fair. likes it, That's somebody fair. doesn't. So we need the tiebreaker decision there. Yeah, I do it. I try it. All right. So here we go. Got something to look forward to for the next live, everybody. Um, so moving on, something that I was talking about with somebody this weekend, and I've had this conversation before too, and I don't really understand how it comes up, but oh, I mean, I know how it comes up, but um, having sex before hockey. I have met so many guys that are adamant that they should not, will not, cannot have sex before hockey or they're going to have a terrible game. And I don't understand that at all, but I, I yeah. Well, how I, do you feel about it? I don't are think you, yeah, you're nay on the subject. I'm have sex whenever you want. That's where I stand on the subject. I oh, don't you, know. You have I sex just whenever don't you understand. Want? Like whenever you see a dog donut? <laughs> obviously if i see a dong donut it's there are on, donuts but... in the house trish is coming for it <laughs> yeah watch out um <laughs> <laughs> but i just don't understand like the the mindset of like oh i can't have sex before a game or it's gonna ruin my game like i'm gonna have a terrible game i mean i i used to get it like i was of the mindset um like you know don't do it before the game don't rub one out before the game anything like that um, like the, I think the idea was that like it would deplete your energy, and you're just like you're just not going to bring it. Um, mm. And like, I think it could go either way. Like if, like, say you you know you get all worked up just before the game, and then you're like, no, I can't do this, so you go play. You know, you're, you're gonna you're gonna bring the energy because you're gonna be a little you're gonna have a little bit more pep in your step. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you do do it and clear your mind, you're gonna play a lot smarter, a little bit smoother, a little bit more relaxed. Hmm. Um, so I, like in my earlier days, like I was almost like, no shot, can't do it. And now I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Well, because the scouts are gone now. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously like I, I peaked really young, <laughs> right? You know, 13. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> weird, weird. <laughs> no, that's interesting. I never, I guess I've never thought of it that way. Like I get the energy thing. Um, I don't know. Like if I'm all wound it's, up, it's all in your head. Like I forget all about it by the time I hit the ice, but like. I don't, that's not going to, like, if I have sex before a game, it's not going to ruin the game for me. Like, I, I feel like I got no, like a little a more pep mood. in my step. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm probably going to be more positive. It's like, hey, man, you fucked it up, but you'll get it next time. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be as mad at myself when I mess everything up, as usual. Not going to yell at the um, refs as much, because I know you, you, you have such a great relationship with all your refs. <laughs> I did okay this weekend, actually. I only yelled at refs, I think, once. I mean, we're pretty early on in the show. I'm just assuming something's going to come at some point because we always have something to say about the refs. No, I mean, I guess I have a little anecdote, but it's just an anecdote. Like, we have a a ref that he refs a lot in the area, and he wears a GoPro on his helmet every single game. He wears a GoPro? Every single game. Is his name Patrick? No. (laughs) Actually, maybe, but it's not. It's not that oh bad. So he, one of my teammates, so I played on a team this weekend where I didn't know anybody. And my, one of my I teammates. I think that's more fun. It's super fun. And I played on both like a, a team with my friends and then a team with people I didn't know. And because mm-hmm. it was a co-ed tournament, so they needed enough females to be, because it was the rule was you had to have at least two females on the ice at a time. Um, so they needed more to round out the roster. Uh, but one of the one of my teammates emailed out after the game, like, oh, what happens to, like, that footage? Does that ref post that footage anywhere from his GoPro? And then he doesn't. 
literally ever <laughs> put it anywhere. So I He just studies and, it at home. <laughs> right. And some people like cuz we like there's been times where we've been playing some pretty serious games and he's messed up a call and we make fun of him, you know, like, "Oh, why don't you go watch back watch that back and like yeah, pull a girl tell us, you know." It, yeah. Um but <laughs> I think the overwhelming theory is that the footage is used for personal use. Um just because like why are you taking why are you wearing a GoPro during the game if you're not going to use any of that? I don't get it at all. Anyway, that was yeah. I don't. Ago. I don't think I've ever seen a ref wear a GoPro. That just. Yeah. I mean, especially if he's not posting it. Like, if he doesn't have like a YouTube channel, he's trying to blow up or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I don't know how many people want to watch the refs, but I'm sure there's a market for it. Well, like, um, I'm sure if you wear it all the time, you're going to catch some like funny things or some interesting things. Oh, on absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, oh my god. Like, if I were recording some of the stuff back when I was refing, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so like I'm sure he could do something with it, but I've literally never Unless seen just, it. Anywhere. You know, at home it's just like, oh, I got you know, just practicing his puck drops. <laughs> like you know, that's what it is. Uh, he how fast be can he get his arm up? Not very fast. Is he blowing his whistle with consistency? <laughs> I will not comment on the performance of this ref. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had a ref in my game last week, mm-hmm. and. Like, normally, like, beer league refs, like, they kind of, like, stick to the corners when, like, it's the puck starts coming down low. Because mm-hmm. behind the net just isn't safe. Like, you know, it's not like the NHL where, like, they're moving around. They have four bodies It's not even there. safe for the players back there. <laughs> not usually. Um, and I don't know what this kid did. Because it's, it's summer, so, like, they're just straight up hot, like, kids that just graduated bringing their whole, like, senior class onto the ice now. And it's a pain in the mm-hmm. ass. I don't know what this kid did to me in front of my net, but it pissed me off. Um, so I tripped him. Like, yeah. and not like I took out his foot, like my stick was like up by his side and I just ripped it out from him. And I was just like, <laughs> fuck you, kid. And like right behind him, like I couldn't see her is the smallest ref I've ever seen. And she just like looks at me and slowly puts her hands up. <laughs> and like, I look at her, I was like, why are you standing? Like she's standing next to my goalie. I'm like, why are you mm-hmm. standing there? She's like, that's tripping. I'm like, I'm aware of the call, but like, if they, what are you slammer, doing? You get hit in the face. Yeah. But like, she was just like hiding behind somebody. That I happened to trip on purpose. <laughs> but she the point was is, real she was out timid of the whole time. Like, I feel like you can't do like if you're gonna ref beer league, like even if you're gonna be like real bad at it, you gotta be confident in what you're doing. Yeah, I mean the call is right, but she was like afraid to tell me. She was like, "No, I'm aware that of what I've done." Yeah, like, I just it was... didn't expect you to be right behind the guy that I was doing it to. <laughs> I'm more worried about where you are on the ice right now. Well, than my the penalty. other team's best player. And it was very obvious that, like, this kid is a sub. He's wearing gear that does not match the rest. Like, whether mm-hmm. it's juniors or ECHL, like, I, I didn't recognize the logo. But, like, he's just, you know, fucking killing it. Mm-hmm. He broke his stick uh, at the far point from his bench. And just, like, you know, broke it in half and picked up the other half that was broken. And just, like, didn't skate back to his bench. Just kind of, like walk like if you could walk on ice like real slow yeah and like we're yelling like oh that's a penalty that's pe- drop this drop the penalty and, like the girl's just like drop it <laughs> please p- please drop it and i'm like oh my god just fucking yell at him or like raise your hand like it's yeah that it's a penalty. Me like at any point because like the play's still moving on and it's 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 moving pretty good like this like anyone could have bumped into that kid and stabbed themselves and like you know that stuff doesn't come out of your skin yeah that's that's my least favorite thing, and, and GoPro ref does this too, where, like, I mean, he's a little louder than that, but he'll just be like, careful, careful, careful. I'm like, if something's going on, you need to act, actually address it. You can't just oh, sit there I and go, careful, watch the careful. Sticks. 
to yeah, that to relax. at least has some sort of direction. Not careful, careful. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing you could be saying right now. Let's and in any situation, I just it irritates me. Anyway, there, I had something bad to say there, about it. Yeah, we talked about refs. <laughs> we I got still there. love, love we refs. Got like there they're, enough. they're still good refs. We I had, had some refs amazing tonight, refs this weekend them. too. And that's like, good. It, you know. I love going to a charity tournament and having good refs and them calling a fair. I love having good refs in general because, like, I try not not to give refs too much shit because I have refed. But, like, when they're good ones, like, I just want to go shake their hands. Like, hey, good fucking game, man. Like, you controlled it. You didn't let shit Mm -hmm. get out of hand. You called what needed to be called, but you let us play. But it's so few and far between these days. For sure. No, I usually will. Like, or I'll reach out to them to ref for the women's league because we're always looking for really good refs there because there's a lot of refs. Um, no, thank you. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, no, I'm not. I don't pay enough attention to ref. I think if I if I don't think I can do a good job, then I'm not going to do it. And I think I'm too flighty in the brain to actually pay enough attention. I get distracted too easily. I'm of the mindset that there should be a ref like in one of the boxes watching because that's where you see it all. Right. But what beer league is going to pay for a ref like that? I mean, the NHL doesn't no, even do it, but that's, that's why they great. have Toronto. Yeah, that would be our Toronto. Um, I had another, like, I've been, my new favorite thing, um, watch out everybody, is screenshotting posts from the Facebook group when I see Jeez. a good one, <laughs> that I'm like, oh, I want to talk about that. Have there um, been good posts? There's been one or two people commenting where, like, it's to the point where, like, Nick is up and be like, you know, hey, let's not, don't be a dick. Like. Yeah, no, this one was an actual, like, question that I felt. I specifically was curious about your thoughts. So um, this was from Michael Shepard Jr. He said, game time and the other team doesn't have a goalie. They insist on forfeiting, but play with six skaters. Does it change the way you play? So I have experience with this just because Mm -hmm. like no one wants to be the team that like lights up a team that doesn't have a goalie. Mm -hmm. Right. But you also don't want to lose. So, like, in your mind, it's like, well, all right, well, you know, we'll go up a few other than this. But the team that doesn't have the goalie is probably playing smarter, a little bit harder, you would hope. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't want to forfeit. Usually, like, I was like, hey, let's just fuck it. Like, you guys take the win. We'll throw sticks on the refs home. Fuck them. Um, no one ever goes for it. Um, I'll also try that, like, a team where I know that that's gonna, just going to kill us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, I had – I was subbing for for a team – and like it's it's a close game. Like we're either up by one or down by one, and like the the other team scored, and one of our defensemen like usually plays goalie, and he's 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 pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he mentioned just like casually, like not rude, no tone to our goal. I was like, hey man, you know, just watch your angles on that. And the goalie just lost his shit. Ooh, like started screaming at him, like broke his stick, flipping out, and then left. <sighs> Okay. Like just left. We didn't have any subs. Like I was the sub, and we were still Iron Manning it. Fun. Um, yeah. That's but, so like a goalie, not a common <laughs> well, goalie like, thing, but like goal. Some goalies are very sensitive about feedback, especially if they like don't know you play goalie or whatever. Like yeah, or if they're just like super in your head for, for a game, like years. Oh. So like, mm-hmm. and I asked, was like, "What the hell is that?" I was like, "I don't know. He's probably on drugs." Like, oh, that's cool. Fun, I guess. Um, but it was just like, yeah, it suddenly became like, like, all right, we need to keep the puck and we have to be smarter with it. And I, I'm pretty sure we ended up winning, but the other team definitely like scaled back. Mm -hmm. Um, cause one, like if they come too hard and we're being patient and controlling the puck, you know, we'll beat them on an odd man rush. 
But at the same time, like if they go too hard constantly and just light us up because we have no goalie, I don't know. Like, I, I think you see it a lot, like in the beginning of some first periods for for men's league, where like the goalie's just not ready yet, mm-hmm. and like you know refs got to start it, so they start it, and like it's just a bunch of passing it around. But for a whole game, yeah. I mean, if you're the team without a goalie, like accept it that you're probably going to lose, but don't try mm-hmm. to. You know, play your game. Right. Like, because if you, if you shut it down and like play smart and control it, like you could definitely sneak a win out of that because the other mm-hmm. team will get you know relaxed, like, and they could just throw it at the net. Right. I don't know. I think. I mean, I'm gonna. Uh, I have a hard time because, like, I think we've talked about this in a few different aspects of like, just because you're winning by a big margin doesn't necessarily mean you gotta ease up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think it depends on the team too. That you're playing against like you're you're telling you're saying you're not forfeiting like you don't want to take the loss so i'm gonna play the game the same way we've always played the game and come at you and hopefully you're playing smarter that's obviously right. not gonna go well for you but i don't know i think at a certain point maybe if it gets a little because it that i think can get a little boring like if oh, you're sure. if you really are if you do end up controlling the game you've got a hefty lead then I think it's like all right well you didn't want to forfeit but we're gonna start playing posts just to make it a little more challenging yeah and like like I think the issue like with forfeiting like there are a lot of men's league that like force a team that's forfeiting to pay extra money which yeah. I which is just like like I don't want to do that ever. right. Which is totally fine. And like, I, I mean, our league has zero penalties for literally anything because it's so terribly run. So a forfeit literally means nothing. Like, yeah, you have a forfeit, you get, there's nothing that's going to happen to you. Now the ice is just empty for an hour because nobody's going to show up to play. Um, And that's the case. If that's the case, like I'm just going to go out there and goof around. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's happened once or twice, but like, it's hard to get people out there to kind of use the ice or the wrinkle just say well no one's playing so we're gonna like if you're the last game of the night they're not gonna let you skate anyway um but yeah i like i'm gonna skate no matter what but it's gonna change the way i play for sure like i'm not gonna feel as obligated to go as hard especially if they're not holding their own but if they're a team that's confident enough to say we're not gonna take the forfeit and we're gonna play with six skaters like they might be able to pull something off there Oh, absolutely. Like, it's you can sneak away with that. Yeah. Like, you so. can definitely catch to do that. Yeah. So, I'm going to play the same for the first little bit and see how it goes. That's my. I get it. On that. And then, like, like I said, if it's like not challenging anymore, sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's obviously different for us because, you know, we play defense. Yeah. So, like, I, mean, I don't have to worry about scoring on the empty net, probably. Yeah. I'm not a, a power forward by any means. So, no. Whatever. What's um, playing that that Dex defense? <laughs> then obviously. <laughs> Have you seen the new Space Jam movie? No. Um I had plans to watch it this past weekend. Um I had a lot a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Mm. Um, Is it are you so, like did or were you a big fan of the original? Oh my god, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And like I hate basketball. But like well, I, I mean, love Roadrunner and Looney Tunes, all that stuff. So like I was all about Space Jam as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I am all for the new one. I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I don't know if it will be. I if you've watched it, please, please don't tell me. I haven't yet, um, but I definitely want okay. to. I haven't heard any like at least from people. I haven't that seen I trust. anything on it, which is 
interesting to me. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I saw one thing where like someone was saying like, hey, yes, this this movie's goofy. It was it was, you know, made for kids, not your 35-year-old ass. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Um and I was like, that's fair, but at the same time like, do you remember to- when Toy Story 3 came out? Oh, that was for the adults. That was not Yeah, that was not for the kids at no. all. Like, no. holy crap. Like that was that was for our generation. I was mm-hmm. I was all that hit me right in the feels. Yeah, I have a feeling that this Space Jam though is gonna have a lot of Easter eggs where it's like, oh, those are like fun little nostalgia bits for for everybody. Oh, it's got. But it. it'll be yeah. I'm it. super. I'm all I'm though. all for it. And like like I have HBO Max just because I had HBO before, and then HBO has like fifteen thousand different versions of their streaming service. But Max seems yeah. to be the one to have. It's really weird. Uh, but and they just keep putting movies on it, but they don't charge me extra the way Disney Plus does. Oh, that's interesting. It's awesome. So, like, uh, what was it? Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Just, wa- you know, you could watch it. Not a big deal. Like, they only give you, like, 30 or 60 days to do it. Yeah, um, but still. So it's not just on there forever. But, like, hey, like, hey, we're, we're releasing it on both. Like, I think it's any Warner Brothers movie right now. Oh, that's interesting. Um, like, when, uh, like, the, the Justice League stuff came out. Like, all that stuff. Like, you just watch it. It's just included. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying Disney Plus should do that, but they should fucking do that. Um, but they make money, so they will not. Yeah, Isn't which upsets me because, um, and this kind of goes into, I think the last topic we have, at least planned. Like, who plans are stupid? Got to you just got to roll with it. <laughs> um, uh, like I was in a wedding last weekend, and the groom was like, "Hey, do you want to go see, uh, Black Widow at midnight?" And I was like, "No, absolutely fucking not." Wow. Well, why not? It's like, well, because I'm waking pooper. up at five a.m., so I don't want to stay up for a. Marvel movie that I'm not all that interested in to begin with, and it will just be in Disney Plus in six months. I have heard such good things about Black Widow, though. I've heard it's. Good, I mean, I but get I think that it's in that only going to be. I think it's only good because they've learned. Like, let's be honest. Like the first two Thors, meh, and then Ragnarok was hilarious and wonderful, and Guardians of the Galaxy is funny. Iron Man has mm-hmm. comedy in it, like Spider Man. Like they got you. Got Marvel has to go the 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 comedy aspect. So I think that's just the, just what you're going to see in every movie. That's fair. I don't yeah. have like strong opinions on Marvel movies or anything, which is, I think I did when they first started, but now there's just so many. It's like, yes, I, I will watch that. Yeah. But, I, well, once you like get going, it's like, well, I probably should watch the rest of them then. Yeah. And in my mm-hmm. mind, there are days, you know, like, you know, there are weekends where like, I want to watch all the Mighty ducks. I want to watch all the star Wars, Indiana mm-hmm. Jones, all that stuff. But it's like, there's no weekend. It's like, I want to watch all the Marvel movies because mm-hmm. that'll take four weeks or something ridiculous. Yeah, the runtime, the total runtime for like all of those Marvel movies is ridiculous. It's like, yeah. you need to take a week off work. Like, you could watch this year's entire Stanley Cup playoffs in a shorter amount of time than watching all the Marvel movies. <laughs> That's probably statistically. Probably last year with the extended bracket, too. <laughs> you probably squeeze in both in there. Have <laughs> you. Probably very accurate. Yeah, isn't it great? What the I best want team wins every year. I don't. I just don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like a bad hockey person because, like, I really care about like beer league hockey and like my leagues and playing in those. And then you know, I watch the NHL. I like watching games, but I just don't like get super invested. I mean, um, I do, especially because it's my team doing the winning. Right. Well, and you're you're like a stats guy. Like you pay attention to that. I wouldn't stuff. say stats, not stats, guy, like, but like you pay attention to players and like I pay yeah I pay attention to like it. That's mostly that is like like Nick and I have a love for like fantasy sports. 
Yeah. And with that, like, that's where you just start learning players. Right. And that's not something I would ever be interested in. So it does, like, all that stuff just doesn't stick. But I'm just not going to (laughs) be. Just do it. It's great. I would, no, I tried. We did, like, a little fantasy league with some of my friends this season. And, like, everybody just forgot about it. And I think part of that is, like, we didn't have the the banter. Like, we didn't have, like, a group chat or anything. Well, and and that's what you need. Like, you have, you got to talk smack. Um. Like fantasy football, like me and my buddy have been doing, like been in the same leagues together for years. Mm-hmm. And like, we want to talk shit. Like we were working together times. So like there were times and you won't get this because you don't, you don't, I don't think you don't football very much. Um, but there, it was, must've been like seven years ago. I had Antonio Brown, who at the time was the best receiver, like in the game, period. And I was talking to the guy I was working with and he had Julio Jones, who if he wasn't the best, he was very close and second best. And I was like, you know what, man? He's always hurt. You should take this other receiver that I have and give me him. And he did it. And I just, I dominated that year and I just made fun of him for it for the rest of the time. Like, it's all about the banter. Like, it's all about yeah. chirping each other. Like, well, like, I've seen the league. So, you know, I get that. Yeah, that's- that, but that's what you, that's what everybody wants the leagues to be. And it's very hard to get that because you need people to be invested. And unfortunately with that, it, it usually has to do with money. So, like, I know people are like, oh, it's only ten bucks. I'm like, okay, because you said that, no one is gonna care. Right. Like six weeks in, they're done. Like my minimum for leagues, like if I run is twenty five, I like to stick around like fifty to hundred because like those are the people that are locked in. Mm-hmm. Like they will respond to trades, they will respond to shit talking. Like, um, like I know we did a couple free BLPA leagues this year, and like I joined them, but I like even I forgot about them. But um, it's also different for you if you have other leagues going on. Like, I would imagine being in multiple fantasy leagues is just so exhausting. I did seven one year. That's, too many. That's yeah, too many. Yes. Especially for football. Was, no. Uh, yep, it was. No. It was a mistake. So I scaled back down to, like, two or three. Because I, I just, I couldn't do it. Like, I was like, yeah. Like, one year I was in, like, two. And I was like, next year was five. I was like, yeah, let's do seven. Why not? This will be great. I won one league. But I, like, those guys are just idiots. Like. <laughs> we would do it. We do. I like the. I like to do like a live draft party where everyone's in person or drafting. Yeah, it's awesome. And those guys would always want to do it on a Saturday night at ten o'clock, and I would get there at ten o'clock, and they'd be either stoned or drunk and just making dumb fucking picks. And I'm stone cold sober, just reaping the benefits. Just oh, like you're that. I'm guy. gonna win this year, and you're that was a hundred dollar league with twelve <laughs> teams. So I'm just like, this is awesome. Uh, then they they stop. Don't join a fantasy it, league with Dan. He's no, do it. The, the I, like, I play the I play the how the board falls. <laughs> okay, and when so, you're dumb and are taking like I think one year like you know Tyrod Taylor was the Bills quarterback. You won't know him. No one will know him. <laughs> like the guy was like, gotta have the Bills QB in the first round. I'm like, oh my god, you're fucking stupid. Love it. Excellent. Love it. So when you win those leagues, do you give a speech? That's a segue. No, segue. no, it doesn't. Uh, this, so the, the speech is uh, like, so the wedding I was talking about that I was in mm-hmm. uh, technically happened last year. Uh, it was supposed to happen last year during COVID. Uh, it's it's a good friend of mine. Like I'm, I'm, I was the best man of the wedding. Very good friends with him and his girlfriend. Um, they were supposed to have it here. Seven uh, Eleven, like, you know, it was, you know, they were going to have a slushy the machine, whole the, whole, the whole yeah. thing here. COVID, you know, basically said, <laughs> get fucked. Um, everybody so that was getting last year yeah. I got a text like three days prior and they're like, Hey, we're going to get married, uh, at, at the lake at the base of Mount hood. Cause they live in uh Portland, Oregon now. 
um, if you want to fly out, no pressure. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, I'm the best man. Like, I can't fucking miss that. That's, that'd be terrible. And also that just sounds sick. So, well, Absolutely, it would have been, yeah. but I like, because, you know, at the time COVID was, I mean, let's be honest, like last year COVID was like every, every day was worse than the the one before. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And this was July. So I was in and out of Oregon within 24 hours. Wow. And like I flew into Portland, rented a shitty little car, uh, booked a holiday inn or something, and then had to drive two hours outside of Portland to get to the, to the lake. Um. You know, they got married. It was awesome. And then I was flying out like 6, 7 a.m. the next morning. Um, so, like, I was in and out. So, I got to see Mount Hood, which is beautiful, by yeah. the way. But I saw none of the city except the homeless people. Fun. Um, <laughs> yes. So, it it was probably a month and a half from today. Um, me and the girlfriend were at dinner. And she's like, hey, so I saw on Katie's Instagram that the the wedding's on. I'm like, what do you mean the wedding's on? <laughs> we already did that. The wedding happened. What? Like, I was there. I flew. Like, I I distinctly remember flying across the entire country for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, no, just text her. She she says it is. And then Andy said he was going to text all the groom. And I'm like, I just gave her a look. Like he fucking didn't. Nah. And we're supposed to buy suits, and <gasps> those don't come tailor fit. No. So I send it like he was texting something about a hockey game that night to me and, my, and me and my buddy Nate, who might be uh, at Laurel, Laurel, uh, Maryland, by the way, the Washington DC decks uh, Labor Day Ooh. weekend. I hope so, because uh, that's going to be a good one. By the way, the theme for that, I don't think we've peaked it yet. Oh, my God, it's going to be magnificent. <laughs> it's going to be so ridiculous. I can't wait. I get um, so pumped to see the themes. Oh, th- it's the best. It is. Uh, it's it's, so it's, fa- it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um. And like every once in a while, Nick just comes like out of like out of nowhere, like just the shit. Like, hey, what if we did this? We're like, oh my god, that's amazing. We all do yeah. it. Like, you know, there's group chats. Everyone has input. Like, even the BLP. Like, hey, what about this? Like, we all we're always listening to themes, but everyone else oh, always has sure. to tell us about a theme. Um. Anyways, so I like he says something about like whatever hot game, and I was like, hey, you know, what would be really cool telling us that the wedding's happening in a month. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, you know, like I had a draft saved. Like that feels dude. like such a. <laughs> like groom thing to do so it's it's just him um it's the way it's always been with him throughout our entire lives like we didn't make plans with andy it was we would make plans and then pick him up gotcha. and we would just go okay. do it because you just can't do it mm-hmm. so the reason i added the speech is you know wing it or prepare is like i i had to give a speech mm-hmm. and like i had you know years at this point to think about it um, and I had a lot of ideas in my head, like, you know, oh, I should write this down or I should write this down. And maybe I did write some of it down. I don't know. Like by the time he asked me best man, by the time we actually had to give the speech, it's like two or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, so that morning he asked, like I had asked him prior because when he comes in, like it's, a, he just fucks up my whole week. Uh, like he flies in Monday night and he's like, Hey, do you want to go to Pittsburgh tomorrow? I got to go forge my wedding ring. I'm like, Oh dope. Yeah. I'll just take off of work. Um, oh, that was the Pittsburgh trip. It was awesome, by the way. Definitely recommend <laughs> it. Um, Barefoot Forge. Uh, Craig runs it. Ha- coolest dude in the world. Um, he gets you drunk. You forge stuff. He feeds you. It's absolutely a wonderful experience. Um, the forging stuff is so cool. Oh, I love it. Um, so I asked him, I was like, all right, Andy, what's off limits for this? Oh, um, he's yeah. like, oh, I don't know. Nothing. I'm like, poor choice. Because like, seen you do a lot of dumb shit um in our lives 
So we'll just gloss over that. And I asked him specifically, I was like, does anybody not know that you didn't, that you got married last year? Oh, good call. And he was like, no, everyone should know. I'm like, okay. Should know. Oh, I'm no. going to mention it. Oh, no. Um, anyways, this day of the wedding, like, we got our haircuts in his hotel room. Like, my barber came out. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a little lubricated, not mm-hmm. in the sexy way. <laughs> um, Whatever pre-wedding in... shenanigans happen can stay in the hotel Yeah, room. like, I brought some really good beers. His brother bought some really good scotch. Like, this shit mm-hmm. was smooth. Um, like by the time we got to the wedding venue for pictures, one of the grooms was like, I'm fucking toasted. And I'm like, oh dear, he just shut up and stand over there. That happens um, though. Well, I was given a rule by the, the bride to like, yeah. he's like, you can, you can only give him one drink. I was like, okay, I can only give him one drink. Then you so I gave him rule. a beer and everyone else gave him many other things. Yeah. Um, that's, I feel like that's a tale as old as time. It, dude, it, was, it was wonderful. It was scotch. It yeah. was great. Um, yeah. and it got to the point where like we're taking pictures and like he goes, I love my wife, and me and Nate and Dave are just like, oh shit, maintenance mode. Here's the bottle of water and a light <laughs> beer. We need to just lock you into this zone for the next hour or so. Yeah. Um. Anyways, like I don't want to say the wedding was disorganized, but he didn't tell me the order of like the speeches either. So like you right. know, I have to ask the bride. I'm like, hey, when do I talk? Like I imagine you want me to do, do that. I get to? <laughs> like, do you, is that a thing that I'm doing? She's like, oh, absolutely. I'm like, cool. Uh, when she's like, well, we're gonna do matron of honor, maid of honor, you, and then the dad. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why the fuck does the dad get to go last? How dare he? Um, we don't argue that. You don't argue I, with I, the I bride on the fun. wedding day. I was look at that point, <laughs> even as Trish, a joke. I was a little sassy. All right, like mm-hmm. I got sassy with the photographer. She didn't <laughs> like my ideas. It's fine. Let's be honest, Danny Vibes came out a little bit. It was wonderful. Everyone else had fun. Um, At your wedding, you can be sassy all you want. At somebody else's wedding. You know what? I fucking will be. All I know is that I bet the best wedding pictures are of me squatting the groom. Okay. Um, (laughs) Anyways, so Major of Honor goes, cries. Yeah, She has a typed up thing. Maid of Honor goes, cries, has a typed up thing. Hands me the mic and I'm like, you know, I look at my girlfriend. I'm like, all right, here we go. She's like, you ready? I'm like, we'll find out. <gasps> because you I didn't write anything it. down. Um, and That's brave. I was more concerned about stumbling over my own words. Um, but I was in like I was in the zone. Um, not 100 percent sure what I said. Um, <laughs> not because <laughs> there's I video was of it somewhere, hard. I'm sure. Oh, there is. There were 100 percent is like they had me yeah. mic'd up. Oh um, yeah, so mm. there's pr- there's probably some gold on You're there. You're gonna be in their official wedding video. That's oh, a- absolutely. I can't wait to hear it. Gotcha. And I, the only reason I can't wait to hear it is because it'll be new for you. It's well, <laughs> I like I have an idea of what I said. I didn't like not know what I said because I was drunk. It was just because it's the same thing with like you know with with us and Nick and the podcast. Like, hey, what'd you talk about? Well, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, we literally but... just said it. No idea what we said. Yeah, that's um, because I'm blackout drunk every time we do this. Well, I mean, that's why you bring the energy. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is that both the matron and maid of honor were mad at me because they said my speech was better. His <sighs> dad said it was, everyone said great things. I'm like, awesome. You just can't wait to speaker. hear it. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. So the question is, um, and a, like, I got like, like a lot of those directors, Nick is like, you know, he, a lot of, he, uh, he MCs the tournaments. Obviously yeah, Randy yeah. MCs tournaments too. Um, and I've seen Randy prepare at least for the first one that he MCed. Mm. Um, but like, you know, do they prepare it at all? Is it just like, all right, you know, I have somewhere to like a like a board to jump off of and then I just roll with it? Yeah. 
My so, guess for Nick would be, I mean, I'm just going to guess on behalf of him because he's not here. So I'll speak for him. And that's his fault for not being here. Um, I think he wings it. I really do. I think he's just like when when Nick Nikki Kamish comes out, he just kind of goes with the flow and says what he needs to say and and gets out of there. And I think I don't I I want to be really confident in that because he's not like checking a lot of. It doesn't seem like he's mentally checking boxes as he's talking. Like he's just kind of saying what he's saying, and then he'll pick up if he forgets something towards the end or someone will remind him and he'll say it. But I think he, I think he genuinely does just like wing it and has a really good idea of what he wants to say. And he speaks from the heart a lot of the time, which is good. Um, I think, yeah, I think so too. And I think, um, I would love to be a person that is able to do that. And I don't, I'm not uh, often in a place where I need to do speeches though. Like I did, I was the, you know, I spoke at my sister's wedding and I, but I wrote a rap as my speech, so it was very different than like You're one of I those, huh? You went I gimmicky. Am. I went gimmicky, but that was like before a lot of people were doing it. I thought it was pretty original, and it was <laughs> it went over really well. And like my sister, so eight years in the making, not, you started it. Eight years in the making. Um, but my sister is not like a super emotional person, so it wasn't appropriate for me to get up there and like have some sort of emotional speech. And that's also just not how I am, so I'm not going to do that. Forget um, that. That's your time. Right. And, and it was my time. I really took that time and took the stage and did that. Um, but I, (laughs) and I think I, I'm, again, I'm kind of a little bit of a squirrel. So if I see something shiny, I get distracted and I don't think I would do well winging a speech if I really, if it was an important time. I think you're selling, I think you can do it. I disagree. I think everyone has that in them. (laughs) That's all. I disagree. At least a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could, but I would be, I'm also, very critical of myself so i would be like right after i'd be like oh i should have said this oh i should have said this and i don't want to live with that i'd rather like be relatively planned out or have some sort of outline to follow mm-hmm. like i mean I, i've done many presentations and had to speak in front of crowds of kids all the time and like that fine great i'll wing that all day long and no problem but if it was something that had importance like at a wedding or something like that i would definitely want to prepare something just so i know i was so I know I took the time to think about it and like kind of rack my brain for really important things or like fun things or memorable things and make sure that I had some of those pieces to say. Because if you like if I'm winging it, I'm not going to think of all the things, the really important and fun things that I want to say. That made no sense. This is why I shouldn't do speeches. <laughs> no, that's right fair. there. But no, I agree. Like, I think <laughs> I think Nick, you know, Nick definitely speaks from the heart when he does these Um and I think part of that's why people connect to them so much. Mm-hmm. It's just because, like, you know, he just, like, throws it all out there. Like, and Randy can be the same way. Like, he, like, I, like I said, I've seen Randy prepare. Like, he knows what he wants to say. Mm-hmm. And eventually, you know, like, once he gets once he gets into the groove, like, Randy, like, he crushes it. Him and Nick yeah. are fantastic MCs of these things. Yeah. And um, I think that's, like, the the perfect balance of, of a good speech is one that you know what you want to hit on, but it's not all scripted. So like yeah. you can mix both speaking from the heart and like hitting all the points that you know are important. Yeah. And I think that's important because obviously like, you know, with the customer base or, you know, all, everyone that goes to the decks, like, you know, if you're speaking from the heart, like people are going to realize they're going to, they're going to, you know, they're going to look at you like a person, mm-hmm. not as, you know, someone that's just running the tournament, which is obviously like what, what Randy and Nick strive for. Yeah, absolutely. That's the total vibe of, of those tournaments. Yeah. So all it makes inclusive. sense Let's to be not friends. be. Exactly. All inclusive. 
I saw, did you see it? Nick, I mean, again, Nick's not here, but he was eating sushi at the airport. <laughs> Posted about it on Twitter. I was like, oh, that cost you $200? I want to see I saw that. <laughs> Um, no, I did see that because I like you like that was that was pretty good. That's always the joke, Thank obviously, you. is like two hundred dollars sushi dinner. Yeah, only invite only, and that's very yeah. much you're like fuck that. Um, yeah, now nah, you know we paid like four bucks for that, and hopefully he said it was didn't twenty dollars. <laughs> I mean, you think airport sushi? That's not bad. Honestly, no, I was surprised because that, that's my first thought. Anytime I see anything at the airport, I'm like, oh, I mean, that's going to be what eight times the regular cost. And especially yeah. sushi, like, and not that, you know, grocery store sushi is expensive, but sushi is the more expensive food. So I was like, oh, that's going to be up there. But yeah, yeah. sushi Thursday. Oh, nice. What's your favorite sushi roll? Oh, I always go with the special rolls for sure. Mm. Um, but if I'm going, if you're like, like the generic plain Jane, it's, you know, it's, it's spicy tuna or spicy crab. Oh sure. yeah, I'm a spicy salmon girl myself. But oh, if you, if, if it's a place like a real Japanese place that'll do the curry. It's curry. Fuck Ooh. sushi. Japanese and I know, curry. I know so Nick good. loves curry too. So it's good. so good. That tonkatsu curry all day, every mm-hmm. day. Don't care. Next time we're all at a draft, we should get some sushi. Also, we need to do like a live podcast at a draft. We do. Um, I'm planning Eagle River. I was saying uh, Nick yeah. will be there. So maybe uh, that's yeah. the one. I mean, I, should I'm that be the one? Airbnb. Like, with, no, we're t- Nick's trying to get us all to rent a hotel, like a hotel, <laughs> but it's okay. like one that has like six rooms, but it's on the lake. What? Like, it's all on the oh, lake. Oh, okay. Um, like that's the thing. Like if we do it on the lake, I think that'd be great. Can we mm-hmm. rent a, a boat and like do it on the water? Um, I think I don't feel good about bringing technology on the water. Not It'll to be, be a party pooper, but I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm the safety Don't be a butt baby, Trish. Just do it. I'm going to be a butt baby about Just do it. Be a dong donut. <laughs> don't be a butt baby be a dong donut um <laughs> oh my gosh uh so i do i know we talked a little bit about not doing a would you rather a fight liney cut but i actually found one that i yeah i found one on my phone actually that i saved from our buddies howie's hockey tape i know you can't see dan right now but he's got a howie's koozie on his beverage today and you know what? i um, had this before they were one of our sponsors oh really but pumped to have them on board yeah they're um Quality koozies from them, I will say. They're no summer yeah, oh, skates absolutely. koozies, but well, nothing is definitely good. Um, so would you Two rather? Two for twenty at the decks, just saying. <laughs> Blue or red, or both? One of each. Definitely both. One of each. Always. Okay. One of each. Always one of each. All right. Would you rather trip on a penalty shot or miss an empty netter? Oh God. <laughs> um. So that sucks because I. I haven't tripped on a penalty shot, but I've definitely fucked up on a shootout and lost the puck. Mm, that's rough. <laughs> which is worse, let's be honest. Wait, um, Trip on missing empty net. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I miss plenty of empty nets. Right. Like, I think so. <laughs> like, ask but... anybody. My shot is trash. So I would <laughs> so rather... Okay, but we're going to talk I'd specifically... rather miss the empty net um, just like because break like breakaway empty net. Yeah, I'd rather miss it. Why? Um, I honestly have, and this is stupid, more confidence on the penalty shot. Oh, um, just just my experience. Like, actually, the first Colorado Springs, I made a bet with a goalie, uh, Mickey, great guy. 
um, at the draft party, he was like, he was like, like it came out of nowhere. Like, you know, we're all, he's buzzing a little bit and he's just like, you won't score on me. I'm like, how about if I do, you have to buy a shirt. And if I don't, I'll buy you a shirt. And he was like, oh yeah, <laughs> let's do it. So I did it. And I just, un- I just fucking, you know, took his pants off and threw it in there. It was great. Like, um, I got behind his D and I just, you know, just, just like a quick, like left, right, left, right. in. you know, he just tried real hard to keep up with it. And I just like, it's like easy. Like I didn't snipe him. I just deked the shit out of him. Yeah. Cause like, I can't snipe anybody. And like, I don't even have deeks. Like my move is left, right, left, right, left, right. Like I'm just going from side to side. So right. really, if you just stand still, I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> um, but no goalie ever stands still. No good goalie ever stands uh, still, I should say. Yeah. Wow. So I would definitely rather miss the empty netter. Hmm. Well, that like, let's, if it's if they're they have an empty net, like I would imagine you're already winning the game. So who cares? Well, that's the thing too. Like if you're if it's a penalty shot, it, eh, is the game on the line? It could be. Probably it, not. Yeah, it very well could be. You never know. I don't know. I think I would. I mean, I make so much fun of people that miss an empty net. Yeah, and I do, it, I do it. I do it knowing. We do it. In, I know. I know. I do it knowing in my heart that I would a thousand percent miss an empty net every yep. single time. Um, but yeah, if you're, if it's an empty net, you're probably up. If it's a penalty shot, it could go either way. But I think tripping is so funny. Like anytime I trip, I trip more often. When there is literally no one around me on the ice, then if like, I get... Do you take care of your skates, Trish? That's neither here nor there. <laughs> That's a no. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm like, if there's one thing that I'm like on top of, it's my skates. No, I think I do a pretty good job, but I just, I, I don't know. I think, I don't know what it is. I think I just get flighty and kind of lose track of my feet and then I fall. This is going to sound really cocky. Let me sharpen your skates. <laughs> okay. All I'm right. I'm very good at it. All right, go ahead. I'm yeah, a little. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm picky, but I've definitely had some. You bad should be. Sharpens. Everybody should be picky about their skates. Like, like I'm, not, I'm at I, the point where like I'm the only one I allow to sharpen my skates. Maybe see, one guy at a different shop, but in my shop, and I like we have a lot of really good people. But like I know I can do it really yeah. well. I just grew up not having a choice but to not care. So like I never really learned. I didn't like. Oh, I did too. Have the but best, once the I like got into learn. it and learned it, like never going back. I don't know. I don't know like, that I'm picky enough to care. But even when sharpen I wasn't my skates shop, and I like, will... I'd still go in and just go right behind the sharpener and do my skates and leave. Yeah. Well, you can sharpen my skates and then I'll I'll let you know if I Perfect. feel a difference. Um, I think I think I'm going to trip on a penalty shot. Really? I think the humor in it and the live barn clip that I'll get out of it is going to be way <laughs> way more rewarding. I think there's rewarding. only humor depending on the game situation cuz like like you said like it no. could definitely the game could be on the line. But if it's not, then it's funny. But also in like the specific situation of me, if the game is on the line and for whatever reason, I am the person take that ends up in a penalty shot situation. Something about that game is fucked up anyway. Like I am not a game decider. So I wouldn't feel guilty or bad about missing that penalty shot. And I think in any scenario, me eating shit on the ice while everybody is paying attention is a thousand times better than me missing an empty netter and having to hear about that. Like no, that's I'd rather, a, I'd rather miss an empty netter because I think it's, it's more expected of me. me. Mm, if yeah. I'm honest. Yeah, but I'm here to expect the unexpected and me <laughs> eating it, trying to take a penalty shot, I think is way, way better. Yeah, that's my answer. 
But yeah, that's all we have for this week. Unless you've got anything else, Dan. No, I mean I miss you. I miss Nick. I haven't seen I haven't seen you in months. I haven't I seen Nick in Neighbors. weeks. Like, well, the good thing is Nick is traveling back and forth now. For now. Um, for now. I hope. Yeah. I hope it. I hope Fingers it stays open for him. It stays I know like it's. That. Yeah. Well, for me too, because I'll get to go see my family soon. I'll be nice and close to Buffalo, so maybe I'll hop over and say hello. I can find you a skate. Bring your stuff. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. All right, everybody. Have a wonderful week and be good or be good at it. <laughs>